Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 83 of the Talking with a Dad podcast this evening. Three topicer again. You know, we're going to we're going to ramble on for at least 45 minutes pre-topics, I'm sure, like we always do and uh glad to be here with my fr- my friend Steve and on on New Year's Day at that. Yeah, yeah. 2021. It's already looking up, right? Is it? Maybe. I don't know. I have no I, I don't know. I have statement. very little information as to what 2021 has looked like so far. Have my, has my Pfizer stock stock gone down any more that I'll tell you. <laughs> so apparently the uh the Raz of uh 2021 already is uh Cindy Lauper's performance last night. I did not see it, but uh or this morning, but it it must be epically bad because people <laughs> will not stop talking about it. So at some point folks, if you're in the chat you're watching the show tomorrow, Saturday. Please go watch it. Report back to us because I'm not going to watch it. At this point, I feel like it'd be like kicking a person. This is the woman that made the song Girls Just Want to Have Fun. You know, so her her heyday has been over for, gen- for generations. For decades. <laughs> decades. So, if, you know, you want to kick her while she's down. I think the the worst New Year's performance I've ever seen was poor Mariah Carey, who basically turned on Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. And it was amazing very bizarre you remember this like two years ago uh, very bad but but it, but it was fat mariah carey right this was Ooh. like this was like in or in between stage from being hot and being yeah. hot yes i want you to know nick cannon does fight people for uh for disrespecting his ex-wife so he was married to mariah it. carey yeah, they got they had kids with each other they got to, uh, gave she gave birth to twins what and the and they're like 10 or 11 years old now and the crazy thing was the son was doing some type of live uh, event on Instagram, and someone said something about his mom, and he checked him. He was like, "Yo, don't let your mouth, don't don't say nothing about my mother. That's not your concern." I was like, "Holy smokes! <laughs> Absolutely amazing! Absolutely amazing!" I, yeah, I think I could take him. Whatever. <laughs> Man, she was on Quaaludes. <laughs> yeah, and MF Doom. So here's the thing about here's the situation about MF Doom, right? Me and Zach were actually talking about this. Uh, I think MF Doom will be remembered not only for the music that he made, but the bridges that he uh, he helped build in regards to hip hop. He very much have the same train of thought as RZA, where he would disrespect a garbage mainstream rapper for sure if they stepped out of line. But he also wanted to give people the, the opportunity to express themselves through hip hop. Rest in peace to that brother we also lost a few other people this year man we lost tiny zeus lester right uh play debo and friday you you probably know him as never seen friday what never seen him. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah that those what? are quaaludes those are quaaludes leonardo yeah, DiCaprio <laughs> was on in, in wolf of wall street yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing, those amazing are, scene amazing scene that scene where like he drives home and he's like, oh, I did it. I did it. Nothing was wrong. Yeah. And then it cuts to the next morning and everybody's car is hit on the street without fail. And, and I think it was Absolutely. in like a Ferrari Testarossa or something. It was either a Testarossa or a Countach, I think. And it was fucking amazing. It's, it's one of the, I don't know how he didn't win an Oscar for, for that movie and won it for the fucking Revenant. Uh, crazy thing was uh, McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey won that year. And he had that for small cameo. Dallas and, uh, Buyers yeah, wanted, Club, right? Yeah, that was a great movie, by the way. I Only movie it. I've ever bought on the Sony PlayStation Store. Had a horrible experience. Never do it again. <laughs> Why <laughs> would <never>. you? 
Dude, I just I, I had a PlayStation Four. It was a gift. I was like, I'm not, I'm gonna use this as my uh my Hell media center. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this this, this is sucks. A my this sucks. Hey, here's here's another little fun fact for you since we were talking about Quaaludes. Uh, one of the few drugs, only drug that was made in a certain uh time frame. There is no renewable source for it. That's Quaaludes. Say, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they were talking you, about in the movie. Yeah, yeah. You can't get no, these anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, I knew yeah. that Bill Cosby yeah, bought them all. Huh? He bought them all. Bought 100%. every single one of them. Here's another fun fact about drugs. MDMA is going extinct. So for all Which you is pill ecstasy? popping, yeah, Molly heads, that's not MDMA you're ingesting. So, yeah, just, just another thing 2020 took away from you. Who else? Uh, what else? <laughs> what other drugs are obsolete? <laughs> uh, well, you know, LSD is becoming increasingly hard to get uh, their hands sure. on. But shrooms making a comeback. Okay. Thank you, rural New Upstate New York and Massachusetts for, and Oregon uh, for making it legal. Oregon. <laughs> for bringing it back, bringing it back, folks. <laughs> Taking it back. Anyway, anyway, listen. So we made it to about like I was telling you pre-show. We made it to. Yeah, you know, the, the kids, Gavin made it to 11.30. Santana and I stayed up, watched the ball drop. Me and Mathis were then, we were up until about 2 after that because he was, you know, he's ready to party. Sure. He's like, he's like, he's like, I don't know what's going on, but I know I'm taking this phone. We're going downstairs, fresh diaper. Me and you, Dad, we're going to get into it tonight. That man was on a sick one the entire night. Like, I've watched him reenact cartoons before, but he was fighting something, and it was amazing. Like, at one point, whatever it was, he fought. Floored him. Hit him with a one hit quitter. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on the ground like, ah! I'm like, I'm like, get up, buddy. You can do it. And I'm I, I, listen. I'm not exaggerating at all. He killed it. Whatever it was, I watched him brutally kill it with Iron Man. Like he got up and he's like, ah! And he just starts slamming Iron Man on it. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, <laughs> most amazing thing I've ever seen. Oh, also. Another great gift 2020 gave me before we get into the topics. So uh, my mother-in-law, my wife, and myself were, you know, we're over in Santana's just uh, getting food or something uh, together. You know, being the great person that she is, and we thank you for all her efforts in 2020. And Dorian requested chips. He loves salt and vinegar chips. Oh. <laughs> my wife's like, she's like, do you want white chips, which are the plain ones, or do you want blue chips, salt and vinegar? Sure. And he's like, blue chips. And he looks at me and my mother-in-law, he's like, I love blue chips. <laughs> my mother wanted to make sure that actually happened. <laughs> like he stunk into his chair like, I love blue chips. <laughs> Me too, buddy. Me, Me fucking too. Blue chips it's, are uh, fantastic. They're the like best. Barbecue? They're the best, right? Like, yeah. not barbecue. Fuck barbecue. Salt and vinegar yeah. are, are real chips. And that's where it's yeah. at. Sour cream and onion are disgusting. Ugh. It sounds good at first, bro. Listen, the Dude, first it's... bag you have ever, fantastic. Yeah. Second yeah. bag, I'd rather shoot myself in the foot. And you always eat Doritos at the most idiotic times, or at least I do. I got a job interview in 20 minutes. Why am I sitting in my car waiting for the interview to start eating Doritos, and then I'm stuck with this conundrum of like, what do I oh, wipe well. this? <laughs> well, I, I, I guess on the front of my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be all right. They'll just think I'm doing orange cocaine. Or I love Pixie sticks. One of the two. One of the two. <laughs> I love Pixie sticks. Another thing, I don't know. How, I don't have Pixie sticks taste. It's just, really? it's just pure yeah. sugar. It's just pure sugar, right? It's pointless. It, it will definitely kill you. Other things you've told reported to me will kill you. That's going to take you out 
in an instant. It has been killing kids in the hood for years. <laughs> um, we got some great stuff. You know, coming up in 2021, some stuff that I'm looking forward to, one of which is topic one. But mm-hmm. I, I want to build on this for a little bit because we haven't done a conspiracy episode in about, you know, five weeks. Five weeks. <laughs> it's been we always five delve, weeks. We always delve into conspiracies, but this one, when I saw it, man, this made me really think of you because I was like, "Shit, motherfucker's right." <laughs> uh, did you hear about this? Uh, the they, they snuck into the bill along with the the wasteful money that they're sending to other countries. Um, right. That the fact that we're 180 day timer and we're gonna learn about aliens. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm down, dude. I'm down. <laughs> I'm fully down, <laughs> but that's six months, right? 180 days is six months. So it's like, I'm going to fucking forget about it by then. And then I'm just going to be there and they're going to be like fucking aliens. I'm going to be like, you know, Dude, it's going to be like vindicated. So I'm not going to let you forget because it's going to be the countdown to the, uh, the biggest letdown, right? Oh, it's going to be a huge letdown because most of it's going to be classified still. It's not going to be a full yeah, declassification. Exactly. It'll be a, uh, it'll be a lot of, uh, black lines and and uh crossing outs and and we're gonna get select information i'm sure right they can't fully declassify everything so i don't know you know who has to be really fucking happy is um oh man the alien guy that rogan had on a while ago the guy who first spilled the beans about the ufos in area 52 or whatever um i don't think i I I saw that episode oh my god i'll look i would think i would think that at uh action bronson is going to be excited too. Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. What? That's his real name. Bob Lazar. Government name. Uh, yeah. Well, the government deleted government deleted all of his information. Um, so this is a guy who worked in like nuclear labs and um, uh, like I forget Los Alamos. Los Alamos is is that what it's called down there in um, Arizona, Texas, California, wherever the fuck they're all the same to me. Um, Los Alamos or something like that yeah whatever right and he then had a job at area 51 and was talking about all the stuff that they use for security right there were there were love there were means to get into the building where you would put your hand in and it would scan your bones in your hands and that's how they would let you in it was before like biometrics was was everything so this was in like the 70s right and um he comes out with this information and and does a tell-all and describes all of this stuff. And everyone's like, oh, this guy's fucking crazy, right? But then the government, like, he went to, he had, like, a PhD in nuclear physics or whatever from some university. So the government deleted that. So you could look up his, uh, he has his degree. But if you look up his um, graduating year, he's just gone from the records. Um, he, he worked at Los Alamos. He's gone from the records of ever having worked there. Uh Everything the government has deleted everything about this guy, and um, he came on Rogan not too long ago and uh, was talking about it. Yeah, it's super interesting. So then, like, Dude. so then, like, say, like, 15 years after he talked about this, like, the biometric scanner that was at Area 51 is then like mainstream and being able to use. And he's like, Well, of course, I told you guys, right? So then he talks about that they had five alien ships there and his job was to reverse engineer the propulsion system and how that okay. they like they use the like a like a force field over something to to um to gain speed and altitude and being able to like blink places essentially right and um that was his job and then that like declassification however long ago confirmed that like of the shit that mm. they were doing and de- declassifying it or in reverse engineering it and um 
Yeah, so like this guy has been slowly vindicated over the last like 40 years or something. Good for him. Good for him. Have you ever heard the theory that media has been uh has been being used for years to prepare us for the the uh eventual inevitable uh, release of aliens or us having our like our first contact that they've been using movies to get you used to certain end of end of world uh scenarios or interactions have you heard this before no. because if you haven't don't 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 go on youtube once that stuff's no, in your no, no, algorithm listen, i'm not gonna go on and fucking look at these documentaries that you like to watch um because i i just I, I don't have the time in my day to, to do this shit i, I just Wait, i don't what? it's I, I could i could be like if i start watching that stuff i'm like all right <laughs> that's it that's I'm it I, I, I yep i i'm gonna fucking stick a pencil in my nose and headbutt the desk like that's it i'm done <laughs> like there's no more for me like well here's the, here's the thing right so this this is basically this is one of the most popular ones right so there, the, the theory is that since the 80s late late 70s starting with movies like cancun and james cameron is wrapped up deeply in this conspiracy okay. i'm sure mirrors has heard this uh mantis has heard this one before that basically they've picked directors and other media uh, outlets to help get us ready okay. for it. So that's why things like Star Trek came along to help us think about what Star it would be like to be Star Trek in the 70s, a, right? That was in the 70s, right? So I'm sorry, before the 80s. But to help us think what it's going to be like to traverse through space. And then they wanted to get and us ready for the- The first episode was in the uh, mid-60s, dude. What, Star Trek? Yeah, the Star Trek, Trek, the original series was 66 to 69. Man, can you imagine that they had George Takai on that show back then when it was not safe to be Japanese on TV? I die. I digress. Okay, but uh, you went Japanese. <laughs> I thought you were going a different direction. Whoa, 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 whoa. hold on for a second. Because both of those statements are true. <laughs> Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Uh, so here's the thing. That's what they're saying, right? So uh, th that's what has been said. So movies like Cocoon. Shows like Star Trek back in the day, getting us ready to really accept the fact that we will have an encounter with aliens. There's only one thing that I had a real problem with with this theory. Have you have you seen a, have the movie Cocoon, where aliens come down and basically help old people get their their groove on again? So basically, cocoons are found inside this kind of YMCA pool, and if you swim in the pool, right, and you're an old person, you you get rejuvenized. You, you almost you don't become younger, but you feel younger. And they start bumping uglies again. You got old people running around the town doing crazy stuff like they're twenty years old again. No. I'm not sure if that's something I want to see when aliens come. I don't know if I really want to see old people. You know, no, no, I've never, I've never heard of this. I've never, okay, I've never heard it? of this movie. <laughs> it's, 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 it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Watch it with my grandmother. In retrospect, I miss you, Nana. Probably not a movie you should watch with your grandparent. Also, then we have, have you seen uh, Abyss? What is the Abyss? Is that the name of it, Mayors? Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's the one where they're underwater, and it turns out there are no extraterrestrials. They're just, they've been living amongst us underwater for yeah, years. Yeah, the Abyss. Yeah. It's a, cra it's a crazy theory, man. It's a crazy theory. No, I'll send you. The, I'll send you the video. I'll send you the video. It's all James Cameron, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's all James Cameron. Wow. Think about it, man. They can bump your head on it, man. Avatar, right? Why is it taking so? Why is it taking so long for Avatar two to come out? Because James What's Cameron is a fucking lazy idiot. He is an idiot. I don't know if he's lazy. This <laughs> this is a man that made a like a huge documentary at the Titanic because he thought that's where film was going. He did. He thought people would be more interested in those type of subject matters. Got it released in IMAX and everything. I believe it bombed. I felt very bad for him.
felt extremely bad for him. But in 180 days, if we only get redacted information, right? That's exactly I wanna what's going to happen. <laughs> I want to see what people are going to do with the redacted information. I think that's more fun for me than actually finding out aliens exist. Is like just knowing where it's going to go. Like, what are the theories people are going to build off of that information? What type of conversations are we going to start having on YouTube? I have no idea. But speaking of James Cameron, that the James Cameron line from South Park, the raising the bar episode in season 16, is my is one of my favorite lines ever from South Park. Because it's just so fucking stupid and so ridiculous. <laughs> Dude, can I ask you a question, man? You said you loved the first Avatar, right? It was Have good. I thought it? it was good. I haven't watched it in years. I thought it's, it was good. I wouldn't I say that it. I loved it. It's probably not in my top five favorite movies, but I, I, th- I, oh, thought, it was, it was, I thought it was very good. It was huge for back in the day, but someone Enormous. ruined it for me the other uh, not too long ago. They were like, hey, man, if you like Avatar, you know you're just watching Dances with Wolves with blue people. That's, and I'm yeah, like, that's, that's, exactly what it, that's exactly what it is. Then, yeah, I went back and watched it, and I was like, holy shit. I mean, yeah, there's been a it, lot it, of remakes of Dances with Wolves, but in like set in different time periods and in different like uh timelines for sure um what would you do though if it wasn't redacted the information that's like full information i don't know i'm just gonna fucking i'm gonna read it and like it's not like we're gonna get the information leaked or whatever and then aliens are gonna come down the next day right like it's like okay this just confirms the existence of aliens or or how many times we've been visited or where we've been visited or or where they like to hang out right that's pretty much it right like I assume. What do you think? What do you think if you had to hypothesize? Like, what do you think the aliens would like to go when they're here on Earth? What What's the normal trip like? like Brothels down, outside um, of Vegas, I assume. What? What did you just? <laughs> those seedy, disgusting places outside of Vegas? Is that what you said? Yes. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> where I thought they would go. I saw a video would, the other day. Um, this is just like this is a this is a quick thing. Uh, and uh, it was like back when the one of the the Mega Millions or the Powerball or whatever was like a huge amount of money. And uh, there was a news reporter at like a convenience store that where they were selling them, and, and like he's like, oh hey sir, you know like asking a few questions about the Powerball, and like you know what your odds are, whatever. He's like, well, what would you do with the money? Three hundred eighty nine million dollars, right? He's like, lots of cocaine and lots of hookers. And then turns away, and she's like, "That's not the answer. That's not the answer we wanted." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, that's the exact answer everyone wanted to hear, because that's the, that's the only answer. You're gonna buy a yacht, and then the cocaine and hookers just come with the yacht. I assume, right? If your yacht is above fifty million dollars, then I just think that they're on board already for you. One hundred percent. You open up that mini cooler, right? It's just Red there. Bowl, champagne, and on the table, hooker, cocaine." right next to sure. each other right <laughs> and they're like all right so those are complimentary and uh i don't know how, i don't know how you're gonna sail the thing because it's 700 feet long and uh good fucking luck <laughs> so I, I just i just can't imagine right like so if i'm an alien man and it's, everything's getting ready to be released i assume that 85 percent of the guests who have been on joe rogan's show since it became popular are all going to turn out to be aliens that's my point i'm putting it out there man i'm going to start naming aliens taylor swift alien kanye west not an alien got rejected no, after he's, being he's too crazy yeah his wife though possibly kim kardashian an harboring an alien inside of that thing she calls a butt no that, that's like you can't fit anything in there it's plastic uh uh barack obama alien okay okay bernie sanders alien okay alien 
accosted by Bill Cosby will come out press charges as well. <laughs> He's going to get another 100 years in uh in a galactic prison and uh they'll make sure it happens. They'll keep that motherfucker alive. <laughs> like you inject him with this and he lives forever. 100 more years. <laughs> Tell you right now, man, if I'm an alien watching the satellite feeds, I see something, I pull you over, you're my alien buddy. Like, listen, I'm not sure if I'm understanding. I know our English isn't that great yet. But what I what I seem to gather is this guy did not face their law system or do any time in their prisons for peeing on a young lady, continue to have somewhat of a great career, it seems. And now he has finally made his way to the prisons. I'm not coming to this planet. <laughs> I'm not like anywhere where it's, it's like, like this on, this same man. Then married a 15-year-old. Yeah. In his mid-20s. And by their law, that's wrong. <laughs> and no one said anything. Wait, wait, we obviously and then go there. probably had her murdered. Here's the, thing. Here's the next thing, right? So I just want to talk about this point. It just registered with me with the whole reverse engineering and technology and stuff. There is some stuff that I would like to see, man. I would I would like to see certain, uh, you know, the jump theory, the jump in our tech, uh, technological advancements. Like sure. some people believe that there have been too right. many advanced jumps. That's something I would be interested in understanding, especially it seems that the conspiracy really, I'm not trying to be disrespectful when I say conspiracy. Uh, it seems that that theory really. Although it's become itself. a disrespectful word. It's huh? not, it's not, it's not a disrespectful word, but it has become one for some reason. Yeah, well, I'll tell you why it's become one because people don't understand that it's not a negative right so the first thing they assume is that you're trying to make fun of them and i'm like no man i'm not trying but it is you know it is a, a conspiracy right <laughs> but the one thing i've always been interested in is our communication system that has been the one thing that people really believe that aliens have had a hand in and really jumping our but technology how? for like 40 I, years we used telephones right right and then we went and wireless and telephones Right, yeah. like, so that's, but so it, that's, it that's, wasn't that big of a jump because we made wireless analog telephones first, right? That's, that's what happened. That's, there, there's a timeline in which you could see it progress very slowly over years. But that's where the conspiracy lies, right? They're saying that someone came along and helped get us to a place where we could start understanding things better. That, that. that is the I'm worst saying, one. That's a very bad example. I'm right? not saying I'm. I'm not saying I agree with it, but those are the things I want answered, right? That I could I draw out the timeline for you. No, no, no. I don't want the facts. I want that answered. I want the conspiracy to make What's sense. the difference? <laughs> I don't want facts. That's not what I came here for. No, I don't care about I your facts. Give me the info. <laughs> I'm like, it's the same thing. Why do you think I go to InfoWars? Donate every month, man. You keep trying to change me oh, with your no. facts. <laughs> oh, no. Are they sending you those MREs for when everything goes down? Hey, hold on for a second. One of our, one of our, our, our avid listeners has MREs and you know he's really opened my eyes to this whole thing right the people who have them are definitely not the people who are going to starve to death when the zombies come that's the next thing man so aliens come do they come peacefully what do you think do they give us the technology um, to find? are they is it star trek uh first contact where they're like hey we were just waiting to see if you guys were able to make the jump to interstellar space travel which is usually what they would decide if a, a society is going to make it past its own extinction Great lore. One of my favorite things in uh, sci-fi sci-fi lore is like, can these can the race exit the planet before the planet dies? Is a good way to gauge. Yeah, we, we've, already, even, we've already we've already exited the, we've already exited the planet though, right? Like we've gone to the moon. No, when exit when I say exit the planet, completely leave and live on another planet. Oh, Interstellar okay. travel. 
Yeah. Well, interstellar travel and interstellar colonization are two different things, right? Like, but you can't do one without the other. Correct. But we could travel outside of the Earth's atmosphere. But we cannot sustain our own lives. Okay. For much well, right, because yeah. they're two. They're two different things. Yeah. What? They're not. <laughs> one is one is cemented by the other. But that's no. a good. Well, no, 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 no. But hold on. Can we leave the Earth's atmosphere? We can leave the Earth's atmosphere. Okay, so then we, we could we could tra- we could travel outside that's still of in, that's still not interstellar travel, so, or at least not by the realms of sci-fi. That's still very much orbital within our own solar system. Okay, so you're talking about leaving a solar system, not just yeah. a, not just a planet before it dies, a whole solar system well, before a, it dies. But, but no, not just a solar system because we could jump to Mars, but there's no way we could sustain our own. That's in the same solar system. Part. But we can't sustain our own life on Mars, so we would have to leave the solar system. There's no planet. There's no inhabitable planet, correct, right? There is a theory yeah. that there is one on the opposite side of the sun from us. I don't know if you know this theory or not. I've, I've, heard, I've heard it, and I listen, those people are dangerous. Not because of the theory. Not because of the theory. They're dangerous because they don't like anyone to push back on the theory. <laughs> that 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 I, is very... Listen, I mean, <laughs> we, technically we've never seen the other side of the sun, right? I, I guess, like... I for sure haven't seen it. I mean, I haven't either. <laughs> if you put it that way, for sure. I definitely haven't. Wait, so wait, wait. You're an alien and then you meet a flat earther. What do you do? What do you do with oh that? Oh, my right? God. Keep me off is, that, is, that, is that an execute on site? They're like, these people, <laughs> we killed these people in our in our society. Yes, uh, thank you. Thank you, Mears. You know what's crazy, though? Here's the thing, right, Zach? We might be the saving grace for the planet right? Me and you? I figured, right so they bring us up and they're gonna be like these guys bicker and argue all the time but here we see that they can put their differences aside and they've evolved enough not to stop to you know not attack each other if we could just keep them looking at us for a second and not look at the senate right or the flat earthers <laughs> or the flat earthers but you, you know what the, would happen though Vegas. hold on you know exactly what would happen is you get what? they get us up there me and you right the first thing we do is show them the flat earth society video they're like, hold on. Do you guys like fucking comedy? And they're like, oh yes, we like to laugh. Yeah, I think it's, I think funny is very funny. And I'm like, pull it up. Do you guys have internet? What's the Wi-Fi password? What's the wifi? Like, what did you just say? What oh my gosh, so, yeah. <laughs> I would say that. I would say that. I'm like, oh, I need the wifi. <laughs> Here's another thing, right? Agriculture. Agriculture. What can they teach us about? You know, sustainable food, uh, food sources. Is that that's a technology other than what we already know the the u.s is very good at at uh at, at sustainable food right? right you've never gone to a grocery store on like a random mm-hmm. tuesday afternoon in july and been like wow there's not really much here to choose from right we don't have that issue we have the compassion issue of giving some of that food when it's near expiration to people who are in need Right. We throw that shit out and compost it. Right. We oh, yeah. don't we don't have a we don't have a food making issue. We have a compassion issue. There's I would definitely agree with that. I think another issue that we have is <laughs> over agriculture in regards to farming the land. So now correct. This whole correct. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a yeah. dust bowl situation for sure. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, right? So you know this as well as I do, right? So when it comes to agriculture, sustainable life being able to feed a society america does do it extremely well in fact we wouldn't i wouldn't say and i'm not going pro-america here so just stick with me for a second when it comes to the planet's survival we would not be in the same conversation as say china 
for instance. Okay. Right. <laughs> Who at this point is actively keeping the aliens away because they're like, well, this they're you know, or unless they're evil aliens, China's now actively terraforming the planet for those type of aliens. They're like, if they need to bring car- breathe carbon monoxide, heavy plastics in their lungs, go to China first. I would just want to see how they would help us in these situations, right? Would they show up to the Senate, give a great speech, a heartwarming speech for the American It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Because they get viciously attacked by Mitch and the boys. Yeah, and they're like, well, how much money are you lining our friends in my pockets with? Yeah. Right? How how is Israel going to get their $800 million? Like, no, 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 no. We figured out a way that you don't need money anymore. And they're like, so no money, huh? So the poor people can, so the poor people can live? Oh, I think man. those people are crazy and they have weapons of mass destruction and then everyone in the US is like get them and then it's, and then it's over and then we all die, right? And then obviously me and you get beamed up and we're good. So oh man, if they beam me up, man, I probably get I, I, there's one thing I'm worried about, right? If you know, it's going great. 9 out of 10. That's my thing. I agree with nine out of ten things they say, and it's that last thing where I kind of have to do the Bill Burr, like eh, I guess so. If you say that's right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know. Like, what, wait, what's, what's the What's that? the tenth thing that you think that they're not know. okay with? I don't know. What that's What is it? <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. I'll be worried about it when they're just like, yeah. So it's this. This is great. I'm like that's great. That's great. And they're like, and then you know, as a point of opinion, we think you guys should stop, you know, having physical intercourse with each other. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna disagree right. with that one too. Well, I, I'm gonna tell you like that's gonna be a full scale revolt. They're like, no, 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 this is a way to sustain life, and you know, to keep the society in place. We, you know, we've come up with a way to have children where no one feels as if they're born into poverty, but that includes you know being born in a pod. And I'm like, it's not gonna work. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you're wrong. It's not. It's not. It's not gonna work. I, folks, I'm sorry. I have to go. I hear pitter patter upstairs on my main level. I'll be right back, dude. Oh no, yeah, no, no, it's no, no worries. So, one more thing I want to say about the aliens, right? Okay. What if they bring up interbreeding and we're just not attracted to them? Right, that's going to be a hard pill. They show they're the long gray neck aliens. There's no, they'll probably be someone that's into it. Yeah. Right. They're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Who who who's gonna be into? I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I, I I have no idea. But someone's gonna be into aliens. For sure, without a doubt. Without, yeah. I I I don't think so. I don't think so. I I think that it depends on what the they answer. look like, right? Okay, so let's go through that for a second. They're the the tall skinny gray gray ones right elongated heads fish-like eyes from what we've seen from those now now here hold on now hear me out hear me out all right (laughs) what if they could change shape Mm. what if they could momentarily morph into something that you're into but they always other than that they always look the gray blobs right the gray mushy people yeah but for 15 minutes at a time or whatever, five minutes at a time, they could be whatever you want. And it doesn't have to. It's like five minutes and then five minutes again. Right. So it could be like, you know, it's a little transition in between. But see, the problem with that is I've one watched too much anime. I think you make a valid point Two, I've seen the movie Species and that, you know, it never turns out well for the human. Right. Because then 
you know, if they get tired of their partner, if they can shape shift, they change an appendix, and you may lose something. Right? This could be a real situation. Whoa, in a whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> There's going to be they some can... space while they're changing. <laughs> like you go behind the fucking curtain. I don't want to see how it works. And I'm not trying to lose any extremities. <laughs> Dude, was just, I know you don't watch the boys, man. Uh, you have watched season two. Do you mind if I give you a spoiler funny moment? I don't it? care. I'm never going to watch it. Uh, it's not good. So Homelander, uh, you know, he loses. His, he kills his main uh, love interest. I from saw that. One. Yeah. Yeah. And in season two, he hangs out with this uh, shapeshifter. And that shapeshifter is a guy. Is a port- God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he, yeah, he changes into that woman. Uh-huh. And at one point, he's been in the form too long. So he changes back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, oh I saw God. that episode. Like, Fucking change back. No. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. That's how I, that's how I see that. That was like the first episode or something. Or, what, or no, very uh, early on. Yeah, it was early on. It was because early I've, on. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. And then. Okay, so let's say they're humanoid aliens, right? Here's the next thing that people aren't really considering. What if they are humanoid Humanoids? aliens? And they're the, like, not just humanoid, but they're actually like very close to human, but more attractive than humans. This is a real scenario. Well, then, think yeah, then, how, then I'm only boning aliens, right? Like, no, 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 no. But think about how petty we are, right? They start coming down here, start getting on the good model jobs. They're better looking than most humans. They do things better than most humans. Look at that. Well, how's that situation going to turn out? I assume when this becomes universal basic income and I'm good, I could just sit here and stream all that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Mitch McConnell might kill you alone on you that. You think dude. that motherfucker could take me? I'm I'm beating no. the shit out of that old man for fun. Dude, who knows what he's hiding under those chins, man? He's like, you think this is easy? Huh? Rips his shirt open. There's a huge tattoo of himself on there. Attacks you with the chins. He's coming at you with everything he's got. Just like, someone said... <laughs> Get it away from me. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about the break, man. But uh, that's another thing, right? Kids and aliens, right? Think about how you know people are. With, it's it's just gonna get weird, Zach. That's all I'm saying. But <laughs> like people, kids are kids. Are, kids would be more acceptable or accepting, I think. Right? They might be maybe yeah. scared at first, but I feel like a kid would maybe warm up to an alien person way faster than you are. Well, way faster than you. No, I'm I'm gonna be cool with the aliens. My only problem with the aliens is gonna be yes, one hundred percent. I'm one of the most loving, tolerant people that you know. What my only problem with the alien is gonna be this, right? This is it. This is this is this is my only problem, man. I'm just gonna say right to their face. I'm in a position of power. Look, if the other shoe's gonna drop, just kill me now, bro. Like if this turns out that this thing's not gonna work and you guys are just pointing some laser cannon at the planet. Just kill me now. I don't want to go through this whole I feel like process. it would be years of negotiation before that happened, right? Before it turned that south. Like, because something, something's going to happen, right? They're going to go fucking meet with Putin, and Putin's going to try to assassinate one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah, that's yeah. where it turns, but it just turns out it's just that guy, right? And I think if, I feel like if the alien species of, like, the Star Trek, right, of how right. they've already kind of figured out, figured that shit out, it's like, okay, well... We get that guy out of power and well then fill the vacuum within Russia, then you know, yeah. then it's fixed, right? Like I like they'd be able to look past the idiots, right? It, I, it, it's like, hold on, but here's what I really want. Is like a ter- it's want? like a Terminator scenario where the aliens okay. come well, I, I just said it's the Terminator scenario. I don't know why. It doesn't it doesn't actually make any sense. This is my own thing. Yeah. Aliens come yeah. down and and they're like there are some people who need killing on this planet. And they're like, what the fuck? They're like, and then they're, and then it's just names like, and there's, here's the list of all 15. And you're like, oh, interesting. And it's just like, okay, sure. If you think that's going to be better for society, go ahead. Right. Yeah. See, now, 
now you're now you're delving into my world, man. They come in with the question of like, hey, you guys are on the precipice of becoming a utopic society. Unfortunately, we have a list here with exactly 10,000 people that need to die today or we nuke the planet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, right? It's like, well, okay, like uh, start, start naming them. Start fucking no. naming, start naming them, right? It's like there are a few people who get a pass. Like, listen, if Bill Gates is on the list, I'm like, all right, what the, well, what the fuck did he do? He's basically cured AIDS, right? Like, the guy, wow. the guy with all of his donations is single-handedly essentially cured AIDS, right? He's made urine drinkable. I don't know if you know this. Uh, well, I, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could do that too. It'd, it'd just be disgusting for a few minutes. Um, you, know? I, you know, but it's like I said, all right, well, why him? Windows. No, Windows Windows Vista. If it, this was Vista era, everyone's on board. They're like, absolutely. Get that guy. How did you go from XP to Vista? But like... So it really depends on like so it really depends on the aliens that show up. If the Vulcans show up, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good all day. We can we can we can we can work with them. They have no emotions, but they're logic based. We okay. should be able to strike right. a deal. Right. If well, if Romulans show up, who are basically just the mirror image of us, we're screwed. We're screwed. Right. We're, we're There's a few of us that would be good. Screwed. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna vie for a job on one of the spaceships as long as they have insulin. <laughs> as long as they can keep me alive, I'm good. Dude, they'd probably see you and they'd be like, what? You guys haven't figured this out yet? Put the pill in his ass. Let's get him right. <laughs> I'm like, no, not the ass! <laughs> like, we got the cure, but you see John over there with the long finger? That's your guy right there. <laughs> He's got to get that thing in you and just wiggle it around and basically change your oil. He's going to save you. Would you do it? And it's it's permanent? It's permanent? It's permanent. Yeah, let's permanent do it. Fix. Let's do it. It's I'm going gonna, gonna to need to be sedated, though. They're yeah. like, no, the only way this works is you have to be present. Let's do <laughs> you it. You have to be Let's present. Let's do it. Whole thing. <laughs> Moving along from uh, <laughs> anal pillaging and aliens coming to Earth. Uh, <laughs> this is madness. <laughs> absolutely madness. I know this is, a, this, is, this is a brief one, but I just want to talk about, you know, I just want to talk about something, man. Listen, Steve's about to stroke the dick of Disney again. Uh, no, I want to talk the, about Adesanya uh, versus Blakovich uh, and why this fight should not happen, right? I, I, I just I want to go on the record for this, man. Okay. Because this this is not fun for me to do this, right? As an MMA fan, but I'm, I'm going to be fucking real for a second here. This is the dumbest thing that I'm going to willingly give up sixty nine dollars for because they're going to build a stack card around it, right? Seventy. Seventy. So then, seventy-one twenty-two exactly is what I'm going to be paying after taxes or something like that. This fight needs to be shit canned, and I'm going to give you a few reasons. And I'm not trying to disrespect Blackovich. One, he's already got a clear title contender in Glover Teixeira. We need to see that fight happen first. I agree. For Black, for Blackovich. Two, that fight can happen if they give him a one-time contract pay increase. I know Blackovich that he. Yeah, Blockovich. I know he he's doing the right thing. He's trying to get his name out there. This man has been fighting for a long time. Sure. It's time for pay. I think he beats I Izzy. Get, I 100% he beats Izzy, and I'm, I'll make the case for that, too. There are a lot of people that disagree with that, but I'm going to make the case. And not saying that Izzy can't beat him. I just think the path for Blockovich to win is very clear and easy. I think so. But I don't think we need this circus right now, right? Izzy is not – I'm going to be the guy to say Izzy's not that champion. He He's not. He's not – I'm sorry. He does not have – 
that thing people love about Conor McGregor, where it's like, I'm going to tune in and watch this guy fight. You have to be really committed to the art of striking to enjoy an Izzy fight, man, because it's not his banter. It's not his personality, no matter how he tries to push it. Sure. You'll notice that the UFC is not pumping his promos the way they would do a Conor, the way they did Anderson Silva. Sure. Even fucking Chris Weidman got more fucking promo time. You know what I'm saying? That, I love Weidman. That man has no personality, and he doesn't need to have one. <laughs> He doesn't, right, Chris Weidman is just known for being a guy from Long Island that crawled his way up, and we respect that about him. Sure. So his promos sell themselves, dude. He's a you know he's an amazing fighter. Israel Adesanya is a dick, and it's the wrong type of dick. He's not an interesting dick, dude. It's not a dick that you can build a brand on, right? He's just sure. like he's a cornball, man. He's, yeah, no, I, listen, I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but you got to remember that uh, what he's doing appeals to a lot of people that the UFC doesn't have access to, right? He's the like internet what? guy. He's the anime guy. He's the, he, you know, he's the, you know, talk a little bit of shit online to everybody guy. And I think a lot of people find that, uh, find that endearing. And I think a lot of people enjoy that. Now, will that, he's not. They're not selling to the seventy dollar pay per view people, right? No, they're, they're not casual. the same people. They're the they're super casual. And yeah. he's gonna be like, oh my god, Israel Adesanya's fighting Blockovich. Oh, is is gonna smoke him, right? Because they have no idea who Blockovich is. They have no idea the the striking credential of this guy is is in my opinion nearly identical to what Israel Adesanya's is. And he's fights at a heavier weight class, and he probably has a lot more power. And I think maybe like I, I wouldn't say that Israel Adesanya is less dynamic uh, than Blakovich because I think that would be disrespectful. But I think it's the striking level is fifty fifty in my opinion, and Blakovich is used to the heavier weight class because so Israel Adesanya has fought that forever. But he is appealing to a but like a younger crowd that is not interested in the sport, but they're not appealing to the right people, and I th that's why I think they've stopped doing any promo for him. So I would agree. I agree with 98.0% of that. Here's the problem with the other 2% in regards to Blakovich, right? So Israel Adesanya's path to victory is clear, and I think it involves movement, but I don't know what he's going to look like at 205. I don't know what the muscle mass is going to look like. I don't know what the power right. is going to look like. What is he, what I, is he going to be? How is he going to go up, right? Is he going to do the Max Holloway and just not cut weight, or is he going to yeah. do the correct thing and put the weight on to be 205, right? Because yeah, there is a difference. Is, he, is his plan to go back to 85 after this fight? And if that is yes, he gets smoked by Blakovich. Because he's so not going to do it correct. So 100%, I don't, I don't know if he's going to do it correct. But what you're talking about, for the uninitiated people who don't watch uh, MMA or boxing, when you put on muscle mass or when you go up a weight class, you should probably spend some extra time getting used to moving around with that because if you're not used to carrying that extra weight, it's going to burn you out. It's going to make your punches more labored. It's going to make your breathing is going to be more labored. And it's just not going to be there for you. But there is a way to build that muscle mass, learn how to move around with it, and do those things. That's not really my problem. If he gets smoked, smoked by Blockovich, he has the, okay, I went up, I did it. The problem is no one's interested in this fight because they haven't spent enough time giving us what we need out of Blockovich, right? Right. He I needs to be a champion before a, before a super fight guy. He needs to yeah, he needs to have defended the belt against a real threat. And I think to share anyone is, is it. To, to share he's clear. Is it. He's clear. Now, yeah. what Blackovich does have going for him is he beat the brakes off of a man that John Jones struggled with. Beat the absolute sure. brakes off of Dominic Reyes, and he was on a tear prior to that. 
I just don't want this fight to happen because one, I would like to see Glover Teixeira get it. It's going to happen. I'm going to tune in. There's nothing I can do to stop it. I Glover, think it's Glover has a way to win, man. Glover has an absolute way to win, but yeah. I, but Blockovich turns his lights out. I think before it happens because Santos almost did. Right. Yeah, so if the, it's if, hard. If the chin doesn't hold up. Right. It's hard. It's hard to put Glover away. And and if he does the same thing that Thiago does is knock him down and then get on top of him, then I, I think uh, Blockovich loses that fight because I'm not sure what Blockovich's ground game is like, but it's not Glover Teixeira. Let's be fair. Right. So the one thing that he can he can stack up with, like the inside boxing for Glover, and it's a shame because I keep saying this, uh-huh. but it's you, you seldomly get to see it in action in MMA. But his inside boxing game is amazing. It is amazing. It's it, it's Dustin Poirier standing in front of Dan Hooker. Like every punch that you try to throw, I'm gonna hit you in ways that you've never been hit before. Right? <laughs> I'm going to the body. Yeah, I'm well, he's an old top. vet, right? That's an old yeah, vet. Yeah, thing. Yeah. Old vets do that. Um, I yeah. don't know how I don't know how long we want to spend on UFC stuff. It's notoriously our worst topic, but um, I'm just I'm just saying they need to they need to shit can. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. They need to shit can I, this fight. Man. Glover deserves a title shot first, and Glover said that after his last fight. He's like, listen, you can fight whoever the fuck you want, but I need my title shot first because I deserve it. And and I I agree with him wholeheartedly. I would have liked two more fights under both of their belts as champions yeah. for this to happen, yeah. but. There's no one for Izzy to fight at 85 other than Robert Whitaker. And that's a hard fight the second time for Izzy, I think. And there's no... Blokovich, there's a lot of people for him to fight, and there's a lot of question whether or not he'll be able to beat Santos, whether he'll be able to beat Teixeira, whether he'll be able to yeah. be, I don't know, whoever, right? Like, there's a lot There's a lot of questions still, still on Blokovich, even though I don't think I have many questions for him. But that's the issue right you got to make this fight now when it's viable what they're doing is setting up the fact that john jones is going to come back down to 205 lose all of that muscle mass that he just put on and then beat the shit out of izzy and then go to heavyweight or retire right and essentially that's what i think is going to happen i think it's march right after march or even three months after march would be too quick for john he couldn't lose that weight he couldn't lose that weight But hey, you know what? Respect to John for putting it on the right way, man. <laughs> like, I didn't think he had. I, I got to retract something I said when this whole thing started. Maybe I only said it in my head. I thought John would lose interest in this and just you know go back to making. But he hasn't. No, he's 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 dug in. He's dug in. But jumping off of the UFC, man, I am going to stroke Disney off here for a second, and they deserve to be stroked uh, off. Not just for a second either. It'll happen again next week too. I'm sure. No, no, no. I mean, if they keep winning, I'm going to report on it, right? <laughs> they win, I report. That's what I got to do. I got to bring people the news and tell them the truth. And I also got to talk about, you know, HBO Max and keeping it right-sized. So Disney won the holiday streaming wars. This is a late report, but the numbers just got released. I called Mears instantly, Fat Mantis. You were like second person I called on this topic because I feel bad. Wonder Woman 1984, a movie I enjoyed. Bombs, flops. <laughs> it's just me. That it's just is me a, and man. It is. It is so such a travesty to look at that it is hard to look at. But it's a train wreck, so we keep looking. <laughs> it's it's absolutely amazing, right? I'm, you know, on an island by myself. Zach hasn't even seen the movie. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I won't see it. I see that nine point seven five out of ten people say the movie is bad, and I'm like, must be fucking bad. <laughs> it, it is ab- it's absolutely amazing but hbo max 
got 500,000 more subscribers off the back of uh, Wonder Woman. So, so hold on. Down- Did get, you said downloads. That doesn't mean that doesn't downloads. translate ex- directly to subscribers, right? Because yeah, so they're saying, they're saying actual actual downloads. There have been no numbers released on the sub- there's subscriber some subscriptions, account. right? Because there's a chance yeah. that 500,000 downloads is to say, "Hey Steve, I have HBO Max. Do you do you want my uh, my info so you can watch stuff too?" And you're like, "Well, actually, I don't have it, and yes, I do. So let me download the app, right? That's that's a download, right? That doesn't really mean anything. That doesn't. Ju- that- I, mean, I should get, I should get more specific about the downloads. These are only the numbers for mobile and tablets, right? So cell phones sure. and tablets. They haven't released anything yet for your smart TVs, your Roku's and such, but 500,000. And they said, you know, HBO Max released a statement and they like, we are really happy with these numbers. This was, this was a good, this was a good Christmas. We're happy with this. And it was going head to head with a little animated uh, movie called Soul starring Jamie Foxx, which also turned out to be the first time. And I didn't know this fact. The first time an African-American was featured as the main character in a Pixar animated film. Makes sense. Makes sense, right? Jamie Foxx is beloved by people. Yeah, some people. I'm gonna some people. I'm gonna go see the movie Tyson when it comes out. I'm, you know, I think he's gonna be amazing in it. Good actor. Point, he's a great actor. Two point five million downloads for Disney. Sure, but but again, this is another thing. It's like, okay, did that drive numbers? Yes, right. Yeah. But how many can you attribute directly to it? You know, who knows, right? The man, the Mandalorian is popping off right now. The Mandalorian is the is the most popular thing on the oh, internet. No, no, no. More specifically, Bloomberg. So if you want to check the source on this, you have to go read the article on Bloomberg. But this actually has to do. So what they're predicting is that it was directly for Christmas Day that this happened. So there were only two things that premiered on Christmas Day, right? Mandal- uh, not the Mandalorian, Soul and 1984. Okay. Here's, here's what I think I would like to see happen for HBO Max. For entertainment, for the sake of entertainment, I think someone said it really, really good. It's on a show that Mears hates with all his guts. John Campia's co-host said he thinks it's a branding issue for HBO Max. He doesn't even think this is the fault of Wonder Woman. He thinks that it's because they haven't differentiated this from their previous streaming services, which sure. were, of course, HBO Go and HBO Now. Sure. So the average person coming in is like, well, what's different about this? They don't know that you can watch all of South Park on there. They don't know that you they have most of the Cartoon Network Adult Swim catalog on all of it. All of it. On HBO. They assume that it's still like, oh, if I wanted to, I can go back and watch Sopranos. Right. Maybe I'll watch really Maybe Oz. Right, right. If I want to hate myself, I'll watch Oz. <laughs> you know, if I'm going to prison, I'm going to watch Oz, right? Like, if I've been drinking, maybe I'll watch some Oz. You know, <laughs> whatever, whatever you're into, dude. Right, so, right. And, and I and I agree with that, man. I I absolutely agree with that because even though Wonder Woman 1984, it is what it is, right? It, it got clear for a third movie. I do think it's a branding issue for HBO Max. Man. Sure. A part of me wants to evangelize for them and tell people like, hey. There's more on there, and there's going to be Dude, more content. I've seen people recently, and obviously we're not a very large podcast, but I've seen uh, pe- people recently get HBO Max sponsors. We talk more about fucking HBO Max than any of those morons. And you know, yeah. if they if we could just get someone to fucking listen to us, I'm like, hey, you know, <laughs> these guys these guys really like our product because we do genuinely the the streaming service that I watch the most, other than Twitch and YouTube, right is HBO Max, right? I watched Hulu to watch the new season of Letterkenny. It was seven yeah. episodes, 24 minutes apiece. That was like it. it. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Very this good. season nine sets season 10 up like 
on a fucking tee, right? Nice. I, but what I'm going to watch is what I, I watched back to back season one through season 23 of South Park back to back. I killed it. Like I did it two watches in a row over like three weeks or something. I watched every single episode twice. And it was right. on 24 hours a day, either on my TV, on my computer, on my laptop. I just watched right. it constantly, right? Because I, you know, there's a lot of UI issues with HBO Max I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, if you're watching yeah. it on a, on a computer or a laptop Ooh, and, it's, and it's full yes. screen <laughs> yes. and an episode ends, it minimizes it and it goes back yeah. to regular. Okay, that's, that's an issue. But whatever, right? I can click fucking Max or just watch in the smaller window. That's not, yeah. that's not a big deal. But like... It's still my favorite streaming platform. There's shit on there that I don't even, I don't even know what's on there. Their fucking Chappelle show is on HBO Max. Yeah. Like, don't support it. Don't no, support Dave. No, don't support it on Netflix because they didn't pay him for it. Support it on HBO Max because they paid him for it. Pay Dave Chappelle. Fuck it's Dave a great Chappelle. Stream. He's not funny. His show is good. You know, He's not a good comedian. Okay, listen, man. I'm, I'm not, you. You're allowed to have your opinion. But I'd rather you say listen. About HBO- I'd rather listen to. Almost anybody. You could fucking give me new Dane Cook almost, and I'd rather almost listen. Any, no, that's not true. You'd fucking flip out. I could name three people that if you heard their voices, it's like Dave or this guy. You'd be like, Go ahead. Well, well, yeah, try me. Uh, name three? Yeah. Three comedians? Three, go ahead. Uh what's that one? Oh man. This is, is it am I allowed to say Indian woman? Indian she's a, she has a sketch show on uh late night TV. Comes on the late, late, late show. I have no idea. Ah! That singer, is that the name? Mears? Okay, this woman's horrible. I'll send you some of her stuff. It's bad, though. It's the worst type of sketch comedy where it doesn't make any sense. And she invites people to make fun of her culture until they make too much fun of it, and then it turns out... That sounds really funny! Because you get you no, get him in a corner. You trap him in a corner. You put baby in the corner. Um. Alright, so listen. But you're right about HBO Max, though, right? And you're a perfect case study for this. You're someone, and this is this is the fact, right? You're someone that is very, very selective about the type of media you consume. Other than I don't, I don't watch shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch anything. I can name on probably one hand the new things that I've watched last year, and three of them were Lord of the Rings. Which is why you like if they had one of those box counters to see what you're watching, you would be the most interesting study of it. All. Wouldn't be that interesting. It'd be like South Park, South Park, South Park, South Park, South Park, South Park, Letterkenny, South Park, South Park, South Park, South Park, South Park, South Park, South Park. That's it. Like Sopranos. I watch it once every few years. Like it wouldn't have made. I haven't watched it in two years at least. So, but here's the problem, right? The retention. So you're after you're done with South Park. Do you have any plans on watching anything else on HBO Max other than South Park? I have no, no, I, I have no idea. Maybe, right? Like, is, so is, is where, King of the Hill on there? I might watch King of the Hill. No, that's on Netflix. So this, I think. this is where they're missing, and this is something where I think where foresight would have been cool. So HBO Max should, if they still enjoyed live sports boxing on HBO, right? If they yeah. got events on H on HBO Max. And it was streamable, right? And I wasn't committed to having cable. Yeah, but subscription. HBO's gone, or HBO boxing is gone, right? I mean, they yeah, they, they, can't they, they that, canned yeah, it two years there. before HBO Max came out. Here's what they need to do: is just what is do some advertisements, right? HBO Max, your the ultimate streaming platform. That's it. Do you think so? It's your five second ad. 
<laughs> they need to change the freaking name, dude. And they need to do banners about what they have on the fucking on. No, well, HBO Max is the correct name, right? It is everything that HBO and their cohorts have to offer. But that's the problem. Not everyone understands that. You're taking for granted the fact that people understand. HBO, I give you permission to clip that segment <laughs> and fucking use it as an ad. So I want two penal. I want two cent per thousand view royalty. Zach, I'll tell you right now, they will literally kill both of us first. They'll have us over and be like, hey, listen, we heard you guys like food. We've seen your food segments. Here's the food you enjoy. And it's like, hey, we also heard you guys like games. Here are some new gaming PCs that we've built. Spared no expense. The minute you said, uh, so did you hear the part about compensation? Three dark dressed men would come in there. And then like, that guy likes alien fingers up his ass. So put one up there and then shoot him. They're not gonna pay us, but you're absolutely right, man. Like, I just wish they would run an ad and just boom, give it to you all at once. I was explaining to someone the other day, they were like, dude, I wish I can go like the Cartoon Network app, the Cartoon Network on demand app, it mm -hmm. sucks. It is a horrible experience. Never use it. Someone that, was asking me, it's it's fucking sucks, dude. Someone was asking me, I wish there was a better way to do this. I'm like, dude, HBO go Max. to your HBO Max app, dude. I'm like, it's all right there and it's put in order. Mm -hmm. We can find it. They continue to add good. stuff. I said on this show the other day, man, they need to put classic Batman animated series somewhere where I can watch it. That should be on HBO Max. Boom. Klima hits me up. He's like, it's there, man. It's there. Sure. People just don't know that. But you know what they didn't know? Patty Jenkins was releasing a movie. It came out on Christmas. We all sat down and watched that. I could not have predicted the people were going to have the adverse uh, reaction that they did. And should, that's should I watch the shitty movie and see how shitty it is? <laughs> no, well, you have to watch the first one, which you're going to absolutely hate. You have to watch the first one to understand the second one. No, actually, you know what? it's a you comic. Don't. It's a comic book movie. Like I'm right. sure I could fucking pick it up. They're not big brain movies. Wait, wait, watch your mouth there, man. But I they're not. They're not. Comic books are made for children. The only reason I would say you would have to watch the first movie is so, so you have something to compare it to, right? But no, 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 no. no. Gonna... Are they mad because it's not as good as the first one? Or are they mad because it's bad? God, all right, here we go. Let me just do my exercises really quick. It is a mosh path of both, right? People are okay. mad because because it's not true to canon, right? So that's one thing. But Wonder Woman's story has been revamped a few times. People are mad because it's not as good as the first one. Okay, suddenly things aren't. Godfather 2 was better than the first one, and Godfather 3 sucked, right? Mm. Wait, wait, that, happens. that happens with sequels. Do you think People Godfather 2 was better than the first one? Absolutely. 100 they're both but very very good they're both very they're both very, very good. i think dude, the only thing about the story with the godfather 2 man it's just like there is literally a point where the plan starts coming together and i'm like this is you know this is amazing but it has the benefit of all the plot build up from part one right so it's it's good yeah it, it, yeah my, my only thought is like, like like to say two is better than one is a little disingenuous because it's like yeah sure it might be but it's like yeah. nine point five nine point six right like they're they're both but that's not, that that's not disingenuous it's subjective I Subject, enjoy yeah maybe disingenuous is the best was the wrong word yeah, but I, to, I, to 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 enjoy two the most you have to you watch have to one. one you have to have one. you, you have, have to watch one. But you can live your entire life daydreaming about how you wanted to conclude rather than watch three, right? Correct. People do, people do watch three because they want to see what, you know, what the director and the writers are going for. 
Another reason people really didn't like Wonder Woman 1984 is because it doesn't feel like anything is happening to some people. I've like, heard like that. The, the villain is good, but it doesn't seem like it gets built to a point where the villain is threatening. Sure. Right? And if you're not paying attention to the peripheral story, then I could see that. And then that's not a dig. It's like literally like people are used to the villain being center stage. Here's this plan. Maniacal. Where this has some like some nuance to Inferences. it. Inferences. Right? Yeah, this has some other stuff going on with it. I would say watch it, man. But if you're gonna call me and threaten my life, <laughs> like after you no. watch it, then, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna care that much, right? It's gonna be something I put on the background. Um, I have a question for you, and I've heard this a little bit on the internet recently. Where this is off of uh, World or uh, Wonder Woman. I couldn't give a shit about her anymore. Um, yeah, I've heard people complain about Mandalorian a little bit recently. Um, oh, what they, they say that the show is very good. Very, very right. good. Best show on television right. at the moment. But there's such thick plot armor around the main characters that it's hard to look past. Like what? Did they give a for instance or just uh, not not on? that I could pull off of the top of my head, but they're like there is never a moment where you're like, Oh, the Mandalorian's gonna die. Right? Or there's never an instance where it's like a main character dies, right? It's like, it's like if yeah. if you're a main character in that in that show you have your job is secure right where because you gotta remember right what the world is coming off of is game of thrones where if you're a main character you're fucking yeah. more likely to die than anyone else right like yeah, yeah, yeah. where the, the twists and turns i've heard that the plot armor is so thick around the the set of four or five people whatever it is who are the main characters other than mandalorian that you don't have to worry about them and you could just enjoy the rest of what's going on and that's kind of worrisome. I think that that statement, I could see how someone could think that. And for sure, it actually seems kind of accurate because when you think about uh, Gina Carano's character, who would be one person, you think about uh, Pedro Pascal's character, who's the Mandalorian, they would be the two people that I would assume they would be making a statement for. And Gina Carano is possibly still not confirmed, I don't think, getting her own spinoff. I've heard so that yes, she is. There's, Yeah, there, there's some around that. Uh, and then, you know, there's Boba Fett. I think the one thing, though, the one knock that I've seen a lot of people have about the Mandalorian comes from, like, the, I don't want to call them tryhards. I'm going to be respectful. Are from purists who really enjoy the, the original trilogy, right? And they have Idiots in their mind. Idiots is what we call them. <laughs> they have in their mind. It's funny you say that because there's one person in particular that really hates the Mandalorian, but they only like the season finale of it. They have in their mind that this is the true spirit of Star Wars, right? It's the those three movies, and anything after that isn't keeping to the spirit of Star Wars. But I would challenge a person like that. Well, like, okay, so then we shouldn't make any more movies, then, right? There should be no more content because what you're saying, if these three movies represent the spirit, mm -hmm. that is the conclusion of the story. There's nowhere else to go. If you're not going to allow people to at least build off of that story, then what the fuck are we talking about? Right, I think right. that they're going to have to do better Mandalorian season three when it comes back. Now that baby Grogu is going to be benched for a little bit, AKA baby Yoda, mm -hmm. they are going to have to start playing for keeps. Right. And I don't mean introducing, you know, a uh, fodder, like a character that you get used to for six episodes and, and then, then dies in number seven. Yeah. 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 Right, right. It, like it, the Mandalorian's gonna have to die at some point, right? Even though the show's about him, right? Like, or or, 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 or off. Gina Carano is gonna have to die, right? She gains five too many pounds, and they they kill her off. And uh, oh, Gina Carano, dude, you know what's crazy? Did you know that Gina Carano thinks that her loss 
to Cyborg saved her life. Just let that marinate for a second, sure. and we can talk about the, lo that the loss of Cyborg stopped her from fighting, right, and got her into yeah. acting. Therefore, she's yeah. not going to have long-term brain damage. Sure, I, or, I can or, I can completely understand that, right? Because at some point she wanted to avenge that loss and would probably would have lost worse. Actually, you know what? I think that Cyborg back then was beatable. But here, back to the point the, about the, the show, Cyborg right? now is even more beatable. But okay. Oh, 100%. 100%. Sure. But listen, if you and I could take her, easy. They give us some money, I'll get in there. I'll fight her. Do I have a bat? Yes. I'm going to need you to bring a bat. Okay. But I'll get her there. I don't think there's a, that much plot armor. I do think that the characters that they ha use in the season two and one, you, it was obvious that there were going to be spinoffs coming. Sure. That was always obvious to me. Yeah. Okay. So has a main character died? No, because there's only it's, really it's two, plot, it's there's, only, there's only two main characters. There's only two. There were only two main characters for both seasons. It was the Mandalorian and Grogu. And for an instance, a lot of people thought Grogu, that's Baby Yoda, the little green fellow. Uh -huh. A lot of people thought that he was going to die, right? Okay. But, uh, but they, they, just, really they just like put him in prison or some shit, right? Uh, yeah, he was in prison. He's what a crazy guy with a dark saber. It's a whole thing. Okay. But for a minute there, the way the plot was going, like I thought, man, I was like, oh, maybe they'll kill this kid and they will go the Game of Thrones route. But otherwise than that, no, I wouldn't say that uh, there are a huge amount of main characters. Stories centralized around them. But the, you would be correct in that assessment. There have to be some uh, some stakes in season three. Right, because if there are no stakes in season three, it becomes pretty boring, right? Like if if your if your your main character has no adversity ever essentially right then you know what's the what's the point of keep going forward because it's just it's just it, it almost seems boring to me oh no i get what you're saying carl weathers is that's funny uh <laughs> carl weathers is one of the he's a reoccurring character i think he's been on the show exactly four times over the course of two seasons four or five times the closest the mandalorian came to like dying was in season one mm -hmm. basically but we know that it, that wasn't going to happen but i think the, the thing about the whole game of thrones way of dealing with this is where the internet gets weird and fans get weird man everyone had a problem and i mean everyone everyone who vocalized it at least with the way they dealt with main characters in game of thrones right it was okay. there was a there was a thing at one point where it's just like, all right, so this is clear what this show is. No one's safe, but then no one can get attached to a character, right? Right. No one can watch it. Can watch it. But plot there was also up. like fifty main characters in the show, right? If you, oh. it, there was there was a dozen, main, definitely a dozen, like characters that were like, okay, these people all have their own individual storylines, and something yeah. is happening at any given time. And they weren't. And they weren't even safe. Right. No, that's the point, right? Yeah. So in a lot of people's eyes, the Game of Thrones, because no one was safe, set a bar, right? Where it's like it adds suspense to a show because none of the main characters are safe. Where now, again, I've no, no, no. seen I, three I, I, seasons I, of, of Game of Thrones and exactly zero minutes, including zero trailers for The Mandalorian because I have zero interest. Right. Right, like right, right, it almost right, seems right. like it regresses a little bit and goes back to a traditional style TV show where your few main four or five main characters total right over the entire like shows at running time will never have an issue other than maybe getting beat up and that's it right no so I mean I would have I would have to challenge that notion a little bit because of the type of storytelling that we're going for because with Game of Thrones when you have like that gauntlet of people and the story is meant to be that expansive because it's supposed to be it's supposed to be. It's, it's a universe. To be about, 
Yeah. Right. Not, 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 not just the universe. It's this huge political dance. And that's the point of the show. Mm-hmm. With the Mandalorian, that's more akin to there's a great Japanese movie that came out uh, called Shogun Assassin. And it's literally about a guy and his son trying, the guy's trying to get revenge for what's happened to him. Like and Death Wish? No, not not Char- you talking about Charlie Bronson's Death Wish? Yeah, no, that shit's horrible. But at the end, it's ridiculous. <laughs> is what it is. But. <laughs> but at the end, you know, the revenge leads to it's gonna it leads to his death because it becomes because right, it always does. More, yeah, because it becomes more and more clear that he doesn't. You know, one man with one sword. He doesn't die in the actual Shogun Assassin, but it's heavily alluded in later movies. Like, you know, what did you think was going to happen? Right. You think this guy's going to take, you know, you can't do it. I hear what people are saying. I would say that season three, for me personally, I can't dispute what other people are saying. If we don't see someone get off that's pivotal to the Star Wars universe, Uh then I would agree with that assessment. Like someone someone does need to meet a, a, a conclusion. Okay. And there is. There is a tension built up at the end of season two where two beloved characters now den pa- uh pedro pascal's character and then uh bogatan i always pronounce her name wrong who's been a beloved character mm-hmm. created by dave filoni they're going to come into direct conflict at some point and if they're going to stick true to the code of that people group's character it's going to have to be settled with fisticuffs sure and more than likely someone's going to die so they're either going to kill this uh, one beloved character or you know We'll see how it plays out. I'm so pretty sure she's dead. if season three mm-hmm. is just a continuation of season one and two, it can't big, be. big thing culminates. No one dies. They they agree to disagree at the end, whatever, and they both go their separate ways at the end of season three. Does that hurt the overall rating of the show? Does that no. go from Mandalorian's the best show to ever ever be made to well, it's pretty good, but there was never really any suspense, and you know, really, the, actually, the story is fairly linear. Linear, if you think about it, like, does that no, ruin that, it? Because all that, no, because all that stuff's subjective. Because it's all in delivery, right? Some of the greatest stories ever told have been linear. You know, what I'm no, saying? Like, I, I don't, I don't disagree, right? I, I don't the, disagree. No, I, I, I know you're not disagreeing. I'm saying, but it it depends on the delivery, right? So how do they get us there? If they just shake hands at the beginning of season three. People are going to be pissed, right? It's like, well, what was the point of introducing But I also think if at the end, after it still progresses in tension throughout an entire season and they shake hands at the end of it, I think that might even be even worse because that's definitely honey-dicking people, right? Honey-dicking. That's that's a great term. (laughs) I think I get what you're saying. But it really, it's really going to depend on the fan. If you're asking me, Stephen Holder, mm-hmm. I would not be happy with that conclusion. I wasn't really. The Luke thing was beautiful to watch. Sure. I want to be on record, and I want to stick to this. Right? It was beautiful to see Luke show up. I did not like that ending with him personally saving everybody. Right? Yeah, I, I've no, heard no, a lot about the show. It ties into that fucking new trilogy. That's my thing. If you're not going to get rid of that shit. I don't uh-huh. want that. I don't want it. I just want something different. Now, if we go into season three, after the Book of Boba Fett, if we start building this whole universe and there aren't any consequences for what's to come next, which is basically that the main character is the king of Mandalore, uh-huh. and there's no conflict that doesn't lead to some at least a real all-out brawl, then I would personally have a problem with that. Not enough to stop watching the show, because then I want to see how it's going to conclude. But yeah, I would have a problem with it for sure. Okay. 
I, w- I would definitely. I mean, and I'm an I'm a violent, vile nerd, as you know, dude. I you know I'll get on YouTube, I'll start making videos, start tweeting at Star Wars execs, and I'm sure that's gonna hurt them somehow, right? Because that's how that works, right? It's like in tweet some enough. fashion, yeah. Here's something I want to introduce you to. I don't think you're gonna, you know, you've heard about this, but uh, there's a huge Star Wars commentator commentary channel on youtube and it's called star wars theory i think he's the biggest one on youtube started his channel when the new uh when the new uh, trilogy came out has some uh, some theories about who snoke was people love this theories he's made a fan-made film called vader people love that as well so you know when luke was revealed in the mandalorian he this is a guy apparently when he was a kid when he watches you know he's going through a hard time it means a big great deal to yeah him. this is the guy who said cried on on his yeah, cr- stream yeah you said that yeah crying on the stream so interesting thing happens I, I told you about this uh some people are obviously trolling him on twitter they get a disney and, and then the disney exec trolls him too yeah you told me about all of those yeah so here's the thing that i wonder most about what's going to happen next moving into mandalorian and then what happens next with lucasfilm does this stuff really start to affect the business model like doesn't it start to affect it to the point where kathleen kennedy was the head of Lucasfilm, and now she's kind of not the head okay. anymore, but informally she's still the head, but she's only associated with one actual project. Have we gotten to a point where quote-unquote fandom has really started to impact the business? Where they're like, hey, we you know, we can't uh, mess around with this. I don't have an answer to that, right? Uh... Because that's something you would like to see with video games, right? This is something we talk about with cyberpunk and stuff all the time. Weak launches, broken games. Seems like Star Wars nerds got it right. They're like, hey, man, we're going to get as vile as we need to be as vocal as we need to. So that's backfired in the the video game community, right? Because there was a lot of vocality about um, Half-Life 3, right? Half-Life 1 and 2 and and all the expansions for Half-Life are you know beloved games and people grew up on them in like the the late 90s early 2000s and half-life 3 just never came out right and half-life 3 was the most hype game ever i've ever seen everyone knows half-life 3 everyone was forever has made jokes about drawing conclusions to half-life 3 being confirmed right and the more vocal they got about it the more gabe newell was just like well it'll never happen then Right. And it, it completely did the exact opposite and it turned on them. And it, it's like, wow. well, we can clearly never live up to the expectations that the people want. So therefore, it'll never happen. Right. And that's it. You know, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it is it is going the complete opposite. Right. What we're lacking in the video game industry is new IPs. Mm-hmm. There's not really a huge draw in new IPs. The new the new IPs, if you think about it, are uh, Horizon Zero Dawn came out mm-hmm. on be- the beginning of last gen right the last of us 2 came out at the end of ps3 beginning of ps4 or the last of us came out at the end of ps3 beginning of ps4 and like days gone and that's the only real new ips right that's the issue with, with video games right now is that there are zero new ips what are the games we're we looking forward to the most the next grand theft auto game which is the sixth and the sixth actually it's like the eighth or ninth installment right um the next elder scrolls game which would be the sixth or seventh installment the next fallout game which would be the like the seventh or eighth installment right the next call of duty the next halo we're looking for the next gears of war we're looking for the next age of empires is coming out the 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 league of legends mmo which isn't a new ip it's just an it's an expansion in that universe right like right new world is a new ip okay Ashes of Creation is a new IP, and they're both so overly ambi- um, ambitious that 
A, they may never come out, and B, they may never live up to the expectations set forth by the developer, and it, right. it'll, it'll crash and burn. But there are literally no new IPs, right? Minecraft 2, hilarious. It'll never happen, right? <laughs> because because Minecraft's a game that you can expand on infinitely, and, and it's wonderful right, for, right, for right. that reason, right? Like, there are no new IPs in video games. You know, what, what do people want to be remade, right? Like, that's where we're going towards. Jack and Doxer's getting remade. Ratchet and Clank's getting remade. Crash Bandicoot's getting remade. We want a new SOCOM game. We want Battlefield 3 to be remade. We don't want a new fucking Battlefield. We want Battlefield 3 to be remade because it's 10 years old, right? Right. That's the issue with video games right now. It's not... I guess Cyberpunk was a new IP, but that flopped so fucking far into existence that no one's going to care about it in a month. And no, I, I think the hype for Cyberpunk is so far dead now that people aren't even talking about it anymore, right? Like, uh, other than how bad it flopped, that's essentially yeah. all it is, right? No one's like, dude, the new, the new Cyberpunk update, it's like, well, the new Cyberpunk update fixed a lot of the bugs, but there's still a million more. We'll check it out next month, right? And, and that's that's the issue with video games is that any new IP is so hyped and so wanted and like people fiend for it that it gets, it gets rushed. It gets bumped. It gets pushed up and then it comes out and it's not the game. Everyone thought it was going to be or, or wanted it to be or needed it to be. And then we get the, Oh, well not a good game. Uh, we need those refunds. And uh, yeah, when's the next remake of a game coming out? And that's, that's more the issue than um, fandom getting too much. Which I don't know. I don't even know where fandom is like has affected video games, honestly. Um, other than the fact that people get crazy about games and they get delayed, and then people get very angry. But you know, I don't. I don't really see fandom ruining games. I actually, I think more developers should fucking listen to their listen to their core fan base. But that's just me. I, I was trying to think if there was ever an instance. I thought maybe there was a time with Mortal Kombat, but then I was like, no, it didn't change anything. They went ahead. They didn't change the combo system. They didn't change any of the right. things that people were having problems with. They were very vocal. I didn't know the Mortal Kombat community was that vocal and that they cared that much. But I was like, oh, this seems like something they should address as developers. But you're right. I don't think they. I don't think they actually took any of it into consideration. Nope. It's just interesting because I've talked to, to Mantis about this in regards to uh, movies, films, franchises like Lord of the Rings. So this is something big that's going to be happening soon too. The Amazon Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. We're already starting to see the grumbles where people are just like, please don't deviate from the source material. So I like to give people a little creative license where I understand that those books were written and that's all we have, right? We have some of his excerpts and some unfinished sure. words that Tolkien wrote. But if you want... If you want to enjoy more stuff, you're going to have to give people some creative license, right? You're going to have right, to give right, people right. the opportunity to tell a story. I do understand where they're coming from, where it's like, well, don't just start bringing in a bunch of agendas. I get it. I, right. I, I get that. I understand it. But also, as a fan, there's a point where you have to be accountable to yourself, right? Whose expectations are we bringing in, right? What expectations are you projecting on the story, Sure. right? Is your fan film in your head what you want to see? Then just go make that, bro. Right? Just go get yourself a camera. Get some of your buddies. You know? Get some swords running around, LARPing in the back. Make the film that you want to see. But at some point, you got to let go and just let the process happen. Now, I'm not saying that you can't say a movie's bad when it's bad. 100%. Matrix 4 will be a prime example. There are too many theories out now. To the point where people may have made entire careers about making theories about this content. And when the next movie comes out, it's never going to be able to live up to the hype. But that's not their fault. It's only their fault if they've just released some bullshit. 
It's your yeah. fault if you go up with an expectation expecting them to have lived up to every theory that you had. It's not their fault that, you know, Snoke sucked. I mean, that's their fault. But it's not their fault that Snoke wasn't who you wanted him to be that right. didn't fit your theory. That's. But I think it's a little different with video games. Like, my expectation when I bought Anthem for $14.99 was that it's going to be as bad as people told me it was going to be. And it was amazing, amazingly bad. You know, it was as sure. bad. Sure. When I bought day one. My expectation <laughs> was that there was a reason oh, the game had been played. <laughs> Anthem, man. Anthem, man. Warzone or uh, Warframe made a game, and right. then there were four games that sp- three games that spawned off of it and tried to be Wars er, Warframe, and then uh-huh. Destiny was the popular one, right? It's just it's just a uh, futuristic looter shooter, essentially, is what it is, right? And then Anthem flopped, and there was probably a third one on release. You know, like yeah. the issue is that like when a new IP gets released, every big developer tries to copy that in their own facet, right? And, right. and then that's it. Like, w- w- like, what do we do? And yeah, that's the issue. that's the unfortunate thing with video games is that there's there's so little in the space of of new in video games that it gets copied four times immediately. Tarkov is a very good example of this. Tarkov is going to get copied in some facet, right? A lot of the things that Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, the gunsmith does in Modern Warfare, mm-hmm. the gunsmith does is because of Tarkov being so popular, right? The way yeah. that you can modify your weapons and such is, is it has to be influenced by tarkov in some facet like there's i don't see a way that it's not right there was never a time in call of duty for 15 years or whatever it was up until that point where you could put two different scopes on your weapon right and then mono then tarkov blows up and modern warfare comes out and now you can put two different scopes on your weapon and it's it's like there has to be some correlation there like everything gets copied in video games and that's that's why i don't think new ips happen is because the first one yeah is never the most loved. It's the most pure in that yeah. the second one that comes out is always the most loved. You know, you, you just remind me of something, man. If we're talking about the the art of copying, you know who's got it down? And you can get your shit on there if you want to, man. Netflix. Just think about how many movies you've seen. If you go look at Netflix, you can find a bootleg version of it. For sure. Can you? That's, you pretty, that's pretty funny. No, I'm 100%. There is a uh, bootleg version of the Avengers called the Grim Avengers, I believe it is. And basically, these are mythical fairy tale people who have united in a That's common That's basically struggle. what superheroes are. Oh, man. You know what? I feel bad for you, Zach, man. You will never really fully understand the superheroes. It's, are, it's, it's not okay. that I don't understand them. I just don't enjoy them. I, yeah. I, I, I see. It's the same reason I wouldn't like the Mandalorian, I think, is because my main characters are never in trouble, right? Um, but uh, then again, I also don't watch very many things where that would be a case, right? I'm not going to be watching a comedy and be like, damn, dude, I wonder if the fucking main character is going to die, right? The only one that I yeah. can think of that that happens in is Beer Fest, where fucking fart. Well, um, Sopranos. Let's take Sopranos for instance. There was never a time when you actually thought Tony Soprano is going to die. Sure. You, Show show ceased. Uh, it sure, but to... every other every other main character in that show, there was a chance in one in an episode of or one or another that there was a chance that they died, and many of them did die in the end. Um, yeah, towards the towards the climax, like sure. Chris, I, but this I was, was in... also this is also a show that was made. This is the first show that spawned the 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 epic TV shows, right? Like, Sopranos has to be. As well written and as as good of a story in a television show that didn't do a movie, 
Right. That I, I would say that that's probably the first one. Other, all the other ones were like one-off good episodes, sure. Right. Like very, it could be a very good episode, but that story is reset the next day where the Sopranos is like that next, like season one leads into season two, leads into the next season, leads into the next. It's like, it's, it's a full continuous, like full story fleshed out where most TV shows prior to that, in my opinion, right. And I could be, I could be vastly wrong. You could point one out to me and I, I'd, I'd be willing to admit it where for shows before that were like great episode, great episode great episode but they were each in their own set of blinders and yeah, every episode all, but yeah. and the episode before didn't affect the episode after right like or in minor ways but like never as much as like yeah if you watch the sopranos in succession like they make sense together where other shows it prior you could have watched one episode of season one and then skipped ahead and then skipped back right and it's like oh okay these are good episodes I'm trying to think. I, I was trying to remember in my head if Sopranos came out before Oz because before, long before Game of Thrones, Oz was the actual show where no one was safe. For God's sake, they killed the narrator. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was really trying to I was trying to figure that out in my head. I'm like, which one came first? Which was the? Uh, I want to say Sopranos. I can't. Be, I yeah. can't think. Oh uh, no! So Oz started in '97 and ended in '03, and Sopranos started in '99. Really? That much? yeah. So it's crazy. So all right. So the narrator. So it's it's for right in there. So yeah, I, I, both of them are, are probably. Let's say either one of them are probably what spawned the the epic TV shows that like have a very very good cable. story. Cable yeah, TV cable shows. For sure. There was a show long before The Sopranos, though, and it's weird because very few people uh, remember this. And that it's a detective show. I think it was not Moonlighting. That was a comedy. But basically, it was the first show on uh, on regular TV, right, with mm -hmm. the main character, not because of contractual issues or because the guy died, was killed. And the reaction that people had to mm -hmm. that, to the, to the notion of the main character dying, was too much for, like, regular uh, network <laughs> television. Yeah. Like, no, I'm seriously. I'm sure. Like, freaked they freaked out. They were just like, this is not right. You can't do this. Almost to the point where the writers considered bringing him back to life Ugh. i would agree with, i would agree with one thing that people will never see again for sure after sopranos you're never going to see a story where everything is centered around that that main character and it's uh he's just in the center of it but where they did such a good job of building up side characters there were characters that you shouldn't have given a shit about in the sopranos sure you should not have given a shit about but you did and they did it massively because even mm -hmm. if they didn't get a bunch of screen time What's the guy's name with the crazy hair? The pompadour. You know, he got stuck with a... Uh, yeah, with, uh, I, I know what you're talking about. I, I couldn't you know tell you offhand, yeah. So he had a side story where he was thinking about leaving Tony's family, right? And mm -hmm. then he actually bumps into another uh, guy who's supposed to be like a representative of like the Gambinos. I, sure. I love how they did this too. And because uh, they kind of reference the whole John Gotti thing. And I'm like, yeah, we bounced back from that. But, you know, the old man never forgot about you. And he says... I've always loved that guy. He's always been fair. And they he really thought about in that moment. And I thought they really did that massively. Even when the cousin came over from Italy and he's collecting money from the poor Hasidic Jewish guy, mm -hmm. they did all of that stuff where you actually were investing in those characters. The, the way Game of Thrones did it sometimes was also really beautiful. Because when, uh, when, Paul, when Pedro Pascal showed up, I was convinced... I was like, oh, this is going to be great, man. This is going to be a great reoccurring character. And he, uh, yeah, he didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah. 
The Sopranos did a really good job at making you care about really bad people, right? <laughs> Breaking Bad does that too, right? You really want Walt to win, but Walt's the bad guy of the story, right? Like, yeah. and uh, there's not many shows that do that masterfully. Breaking Bad is a very good example, and Sopranos is another very good example. They're all bad people, but you, yeah. you, these are the people you want to win, right? Usually you're, you're rooting for the good guy, but in, in very specific shows, you're rooting for the bad guy. And it's all HBO. Yeah. Other than fucking Breaking Bad, it's all HBO. Like, let's Dead- be fair. Up until The Mandalorian, it's all yeah. HBO. Deadwood, Breaking... No, Deadwood, Sopranos, uh, Rome, Game of Thrones. There was another one, uh, obviously. West- Westworld? Is that HBO? Westworld, first season. Maybe even the second season. Uh, people really loved it. Uh, Freaking... Ah. Dude, they've had the some... Wire. Bang- the Wire. So the wire is an interesting one, man, because there were a lot of people. Yes. Yeah, uh, there were there were a lot of people that did not like. Is Shield a? No, no Shield. the Shield was on FX, dude. That's an amazing show. Yeah, I heard you Shield. The Shield was very good. Very good. We, uh, me and Mir spent many hours watching that. Mad Men. Mad Men's a very good example. Yeah, Mad Men's a very. Was Mad Men on HBO? No, that was on. Uh, what channel was that on, Roy? That wasn't HBO. No, that's. I definitely just typed AMD Men instead of Mad Men. <laughs> Walking Dead for a while was also a show where no character was safe, oh. and then for some reason yeah, but it's, it just it's, it was AMC. Um, AMC. Not good though. The Walking Dead was very good for three seasons. The fr- I would man you you nailed it right there. Something happened in that fourth season that I was just like, well, that, so like that- I even liked the fucking prison season. I liked Mo- the prison. And then it just got bad. The governor. You know what's crazy about The Walking Dead, man? You know what's absolutely crazy? The comic book came to an end, and they ended it masterfully. True. And I love how the creator did it. He was just like, oh, no, yeah, it'll keep going for this. a few more. <laughs> yeah, done. Like, done. <laughs> yep. Uh, Entourage is another, good, is another good show that was on HBO. Yes, on HBO. So a lot Silicon Valley is very good. Silicon Valley is very good. Also Veep very is good very good. That was an amazing show. Actually, I, I don't think people give Veep enough credit. Veep is very good. Very good. Uh, do you know what? Oh, Tales from the Crypt. Long, oh, bangers. You don't know Tales from the Crypt? No. Oh, God damn, man. Why am I so old, man? Amazing. Sure. <laughs> but it's all it's uh, it's like all HBO. But that's what I'm saying. So this is full circle. And if you want to end it on this afterwards, this yeah. is this is where HBO Max is not capturing it. Right. We just did all their promotion for them. Yeah. All their promotion for them, and they're not going to sponsor this video. People need to know that. It should not ride on the back of Wonder Woman. It shouldn't ride on the back of the Snyder Cut. You guys have some of the greatest shows on there. Roy just wrapped a show on there recently called uh, Raised by Wolves. An amazing show. Do you know why people don't know what the show is? Because it's on fucking HBO Max, man, and they don't promote it. They don't put anything out there. Fuck yeah. HBO Max, dude. They're not yeah. giving me any money for this shit <laughs> that's how i'm in every show now <laughs> yeah i think a great show to end there um thanks everyone for listening uh you can check us out talking with the dad on every social media platform every podcasting platform every fucking where you want to look for us we're there you can't get rid of us shout out audio guys we, we love you guys and uh subscribe join yeah. the discord yes that's it Have a great night. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.